Hi, it's Sarah. Brooke and I are taking a short break from recording new episodes to catch up on our reading lists and plan for the next season of Clued in Mystery. While we're off, we are re-releasing a few of our favorite episodes. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Clued in Mystery. I'm Sarah. And I'm Brooke. And we both love mystery. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Sarah. It's that day of the week again when we get to chat about our favorite topic, mysteries. I know. It is my favorite day of the week. I know. Mine too. And today we are going to be talking about uh, celebrity sleuths. Yes. Yes. Um, And I'll just start us out with a little summary here. In a recent episode of Clued in Mystery, Sarah and I discussed novels where the amateur sleuth is or was a real-life author. We discovered that these titles drew us in because of the fact we already felt a connection to or had an understanding of who that main character was. There was built-in interest for us as readers to follow along with the author sleuth to unravel a mystery. Not only authors have been put in the role of detective— Real-life celebrities, politicians, and historical figures have been fictionalized to act as sleuths as well. And similarly, this notion is very attractive. Face it, we read People magazine or watch tabloid news shows because we're interested in famous people's lives behind the scenes. What could be more interesting to mystery fans than to accompany one of these already popular people on the hunt for a killer or missing treasure? Some of the titles we'll discuss today border on parody or fan fiction rather than being serious attempts at detective stories. And listeners will remember that parody is an imitation of an art form or style with deliberate exaggeration in order to create a comedic effect. And fan fiction is a story written by a fan of a character or series to expand the story or place those characters in new inventive situations. Interestingly, there is likely a mystery with one of your favorite famous people in the lead role. To prove this, here is a list of real-life figures that we've found fictionalized as detectives. Benjamin Franklin... Jane Austen, Clara Claremont, who was Lord Byron's mistress, Abraham Lincoln, American explorer Matthew Henson, Barack Obama and Joe Biden as sidekicks, of course, Eleanor Roosevelt, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, NBA Hall of Famer Bill Walton, Taylor Swift, Groucho Marx, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, Steve Allen, who was a comedian and radio personality in the 1960s, Nellie Bly, famous female reporter, Abigail Adams, Sir John Fielding, who was the founder of the first police force in London, Ernest Hemingway, Elvis Presley, Beatrix Potter, W.C. Fields, and last but not least, the Queen of England herself, Queen Elizabeth II. So you see, if there is a famous figure that you're especially interested in, I would do a bit of investigation if I were you. A mystery writer just may have reimagined them as a sleuth. 
Sarah and I both read a selection from this subgenre, and we'll talk about our experiences today. But I'm wondering why authors and readers find this concept so interesting. In the authors as sleuths category, there was a more obvious connection for me, a bookish literary connection at the least. And then, of course, some of those authors, take Agatha Christie, for example, were mystery fiction authors themselves. But when we get into political figures and pop stars, why is placing them in a mystery such a tantalizing idea? And I will admit that I'd like to sample several more of those on that list. So let's talk about it, Sarah. What do you like about this category? Thanks, Brooke. That was a that was a really great introduction. Um, and I'd come across some of the names on your list, uh, but not not all of them. Um, for me, I think it's I love the idea of these celebrities not only excelling at whatever they're known for. So whether it's politics, being a royal, singing, um, but also solving mysteries. Like I, you know, I think uh, we build celebrities up in our minds as these super people, right? Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't they also be able to solve mysteries? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, they are so um, excellent in whatever their field is that it, it makes you think, well, heck, they, they could probably solve a mystery too. And because of those special skills that they have, um, I know that that showed up in the title that I read this week, um, that then maybe that can become part of their, um, toolbox as a sleuth. Well, exactly. And, and, you know, you think of this setup for, um, certainly for mystery series where there's, you know, some situation that the sleuth finds themselves in where there's a body or, or some other, um, some other mysterious circumstance, uh, the life of a celebrity, someone who's traveling a lot, who's in different locations, meeting lots of different people, that seems like a really easy um, entry into that kind of a, a mystery scenario. Yeah, that's a great point. And they also have all the resources at their fingertips, right? You know, if they need to get on a jet and fly across the country or they need a specialist, they probably know of someone or could afford to uh, employ someone's specialty. So, um, yeah, it makes it really fun. And and like I said at the top, I think that we are so intrigued and we found this with the authors as well. We want to know what's going on in the background of these people's lives. We like to know what they do on the weekend and, and uh, you know, what they eat when they go out to dinner. And so it's this idea of what if this was happening in their personal life, that they were also solving these mysteries. Totally. And and the other thing that I think about is, you know, there's lots of um, books where the sleuth is fictional, but is a celebrity, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, someone, someone who's, who's well known. And so it's kind of logical to think, okay, well, what, what if we extend that and, and we say, well, let, let's put a real person in that, um, in that scenario. Right. Yeah. But I think there's a risk, like you mentioned um, in the introduction, there's a risk of kind of crossing that line into fan fiction or mm -hmm. or parody because we don't really know what 
what their lives are like. And, you know, I read the first book, the about uh, Obama and Biden as the sleuths. And um, so I'm reading that as a Canadian, and I have, uh, you know, some knowledge of US politics and US politicians, but, you know, I'm not, um, they're not my politicians. Uh, But I, I definitely felt like it was very close to that line of of fan fiction, you know, trying to imagine what um, what that relationship between the two of them was like. And there was a lot about Biden that I, I didn't know that came through in this book. And I, I don't know how much of that was based in truth or, or based in the author's mm-hmm. um, uh, imaginings. Yeah. Well, and even just the cover, right? Um, you know, you have this like, Obama and Biden crime fighters feel to it. So even the cover gives it just a little bit of that parody feel. Um, but I, I experienced some of the same because I chose to read um, the Eleanor Roosevelt as sleuth. Uh, it's written by Elliot Roosevelt in the, the title I read. There's a series and the title I read was the white house pantry murder. And, you know, I started thinking the same thing, like how much of this is true because there are events that get talked about in the story. And so I, I dug a little bit and there, there are, is a lot of true references to some of the things that they, they underwent. This one is set right at the beginning of, uh, well, the entry of the U S in world war two and Churchill is a side character. And so, um, one thing that I was struck by is that I expected this subgenre or category to be really similar as our to our authors as sleuths. But what I didn't anticipate is that it has some overlay with our continuing the story episode um, because of the research and the reference to real life events and kind of that adding to the lead, uh, legend of a person. There's a, there's a crossover there as well. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Maybe that was demonstrated more in the Roosevelt book because it wasn't quite as um, of a parody leaning. It was done as more of a serious detective fiction. And um, so maybe that is why that I felt that way because there were definite references to historical events. They would say things that you know that they've been quoted in history of saying and things like that. And that brings up a really good point, Brooke, in terms of like where, which which celebrities have been written about as as sleuths? Because, um, you know, you think about kind of the immediate appeal of of someone who is a celebrity right now, um, and people are familiar with them, right? Um, but if their popularity fades with time, the appeal of that book may also dwindle, right? I'm thinking about um, the the series that you mentioned. Uh, or sorry, I'm thinking about the the um, the person you mentioned, Steve Allen. So that character or that that series of books is likely to have a limited mm-hmm. appeal to anybody who's I don't know younger than fifty. Yeah. Um, and so that hook doesn't really work as well, right? Because that I hadn't ever heard of him, um, and I wonder, you know how, unless that celebrity is, you know, legendary. Um, and I'm trying to think, well, I guess like the queen, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, 
if you if you were writing that um, a, a series using a celebrity as a sleuth, you'd have to be really careful, I think, about choosing who your celebrity was mm-hmm. if you wanted to have um, longevity in that series, unless you chose someone who is historical and continues to have some relevance or some resonance now. Mm-hmm. Right. And there, I think, is where we... Uh, borderline on fan fiction, right? And when you're talking about fan fiction, the author isn't necessarily wanting to market to the masses. They're wanting to reach other fans. And I thought of that definitely with the NBA star that I listed and then um, Steve Allen, the the talk show and comedian. Um, If you aren't already a fan of those people, you're probably not going to be interested. But um, but I'm sure they're fun. I'm sure they're, you know, a really fun ride. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, like you, like I, th- I, I am definitely going to read um, some others in this subgenre, like the, you know, if for no other reason than to just see how someone else is imagining a celebrity's life to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you are, will not be surprised in the least that I am interested in reading The Pale Blue Eye, which puts Poe as um, as a detective sidekick. Um, and the premise is he's a young cadet at West Point, which we know he Poe actually did attend West Point. And as this young cadet, he helps a detective investigate a series of murders. Um, and I would like to read this. This The novel came out in 2003, apparently written by Louis Bayard. But Netflix is going to uh, create this into a film. Um, and I believe that it's going to release in January 2023. So it would be fun to read the novel first. And I really like the idea of, um, and here we're overlaying that author celebrity once again, the idea of Poe as a young person helping with these series of investigations. And then how did that, you imagine, how did that influence his becoming um, a gothic uh, mystery author himself? Yeah, totally. And and maybe that's why that author as sleuth category works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're re- If we're still reading their work, Right. And so there's that they've they've retained that presence in kind of our our minds. Right. And so, you know, I mean, I love reading the author notes at the end of books um, and I often will visit an author's website to just learn a little bit more about them. Right. And so, you know, I think that's part of the appeal of even the the celebrity sleuths. Right. It's it's that. Yes, I know it's a, a a fictional imagination or a fictional imagining of their life. But if, as you say, if like you're a real fan of someone, it's definitely appealing to read a little bit more and and kind of imagine what that um, what, what their life might be like. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I have read both of the books in S.J. Bennett's series, and that's the series where uh, Queen Elizabeth is the sleuth. And um, I love them. I think it's such a um, it's such a wonderful wonderful premise. This the idea that um, while she was the queen, she was also um, managing investigations into um, into mysteries. I, it, it, it's just so brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. And 
um, coincidentally enough, the Windsor Knot was uh, showed up in my inbox this morning for a promo. And I thought, how perfect is this? The S.J. Bennett book shows up on the day that we're talking about this. So those uh, th- this trope, if you want to think of it, that is is very popular. So, Sarah, if you were going to fictionalize a real life person and put them in the role of sleuth, who would you choose? Oh, this is a good question, Brooke. I think maybe I'd go super meta and I would choose Angela Lansbury and I would have her investigating crimes while she was filming Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love this. I love this. And Anthony Horowitz would be really proud of this idea, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) It has a very magpie murders feel to it. Yeah, totally. He's put himself as the sleuth. I mean, we talked about this in the author is sleuths episode where he's written himself as the, uh, as the investigator in one of his series. Um, So yeah, he's, he's already done a, a pretty meta uh, version of this. Definitely. But your idea is, is fantastic. And I imagine like how popular that could be because let's face it, the murder she wrote fandom is immense. You only have to poke around a little bit on social media to find lots and lots of fans of this. And I imagine how much fun that could be for fans of not just Angela Lansbury, but the show Murder, She Wrote. Um, I mean, this could be a whole franchise, Sarah. I think you should go for it. (laughs) Thanks, Rick. What about you? Okay, so I think that I would choose, um, this is kind of, I was thinking about the Taylor Swift girl detective um, title that we discovered in our research. And I'm taking it back to Nancy Drew of the 1800s, I want to have Laura Ingalls Wilder, pioneer girl detective. Oh, I love it. Yes. I think that could be really fun. That was one of my favorite um, television series uh, growing up. But but of course, Laura Ingalls Wilder is an actual person. She wrote her series about pioneer life um, based on her own life. And so I I think that she needs to solve some crimes in... um, Walnut Grove. Oh yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's there's so many people that could be that could be chosen. I I do think if I were to do this, I would do like the idea of choosing someone who historically is significant. Yeah, that it's like what you mentioned earlier that their notoriety is will be enduring either because they're somebody that you study in history class or, you know, they've just reached that legendary level such as Mozart, you know, he's not going away. I think you're right. You need to pick someone who is, um, who is enduring. Well, this episode is scheduled to release the week of Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And on that note, I would just like to express how immensely thankful I am, Sarah, that you invited me to join you in this endeavor to begin Clued in Mystery just about a year ago. And we've accomplished a lot together, met some amazing authors and other mystery fans, and I can't wait to see what the future brings for our partnership. Well, thank you, Brooke. I Yeah, I was reflecting on something similar um, because, yeah, it was about a year ago that uh, that we decided to do this. And, and it has been um, 
it's been a great year and I too look forward to uh, continuing to see what, what great things we're going to do. I know. I can't wait. So Brooke, thanks. This has been a, another really great conversation. I think we've, we've got a couple of other celebrity sleuths we can, um, we can read. I think I'll, I'm going to see if I can track down the Taylor Swift one because I think that, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, that looks great. And I hope we've inspired some of you to look up some of your most favorite famous people to see if they have been cast as the sleuth. But for today, thank you for listening to Clued in Mystery. I'm Brooke. And I'm Sarah. And we both love mystery. Clued in Mystery is produced by Brooke Peterson and Sarah M. Stephen. Music is by Shane Ivers at silvermansound.com. Visit us online at cluedinmystery.com or social media at Clued in Mystery. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, or telling your friends. 